You sound insane. You realize that? Yeah. The whole world got crazy. Seriously? It's showtime. Another week, another streaming video on demand release, guys. Seems to be the new norm around here, right? Thank goodness. Every Friday, just pop a little corn in the little microwave, sit on the couch with that bad boy, and, and uh, spend twenty four ninety nine on a rental. <laughs> hey, I like this new norm much better than the we watch Catwoman new norm. That was way worse. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> That's true. That is true. It's a much, much more pleasant experience. Right. I mean, I, I would prefer the norm the where we're watching Tenet right now. But but if, yeah. if we can't have that norm, then I'll take this over uh, over Theodore Rex. Uh, we can do a new new installment of our segment, Let's Get Depressing. Um, <laughs> Maybe August. And come in, come in, in, come in, come in, in. Yeah. And... Let you look back. Never at the forget movies that we've song was made. made in like 2005, and they thought, you know what, this is a good idea. Yep. This will Let's age keep great. Going. Let's get mm-hmm. depressing. <laughs> uh, it, it's maybe go back and look at the movies that have not come out this year that were supposed to come out. You know, sure. Uh, that would make me really depressed. The movies we could, we could have seen. We're reviewing Fast Nine or something, right? Yeah, Black Widow was great. Guys loved Quiet Place too, and. Yeah, Tenet was awesome on my Fourth of July weekend. It was probably the best. And just couple just months subtly of put like an instrumental ver- version of Hello Darkness underneath it the entire <laughs> time we're talking. That'd be oh my gosh! You know what? Hey, you know, silver lining. Those movies are going to come out eventually. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, theaters or streaming right. or whatever. Twenty twenty seven. They're still going to mm-hmm. come out. It's going to make Mars. make for an even more insane twenty twenty one or twenty twenty two. How far <laughs> we get back is is there's so much, there's gonna be like twelve movies every weekend. We're yeah. never going to have this problem again. Hopefully, mm-hmm. hopefully right. the problem's going away. Mm-hmm. Although I did see Tenet might have gotten pushed to September. It kind of sucks. Everything's bad. <laughs> just don't if you don't mention it it's like it doesn't exist you know we need we really need we've talked about this a lot in discord this has been the topic of conversation anyway and i'll very quickly pub that at madaboutmoviespodcast.com slash vip you can join you get extra episodes yeah. and throwbacks and also you get access to a discord where there's non-stop movie conversation happening all day like Disney's the one that needs to to just float the the balloon right like they're the one they have so many properties in so many movies, they can definitely afford Mulan or something flopping here and then make up for it internationally and with Disney Plus and all that stuff. But like, just I'm just saying, just give it a shot. Just throw it back out there in a month or so. Like, we're gonna try it. We're gonna see if anybody goes to the movies. And if they don't, then then okay, we 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 can't try this for another month or two or three or eight or whatever. But let's uh, let's just see what yeah. happens. Tenet doesn't need to be the one to try to to kind of break that surface. Warner Brothers has enough going on. They don't, they don't need to yeah. do that. Like it's, it needs to be Disney. Disney needs to step up and just give it a try. See what happens. That's a, that's an interesting thought. And, you know, I think maybe in their minds, they've already done that with Onward and maybe with Artemis Fowl, even though that yeah, was awful. Sure. Uh, but yeah, it's interesting looking at their upcoming movies, which one would be the best candidate for that. And I don't know. Uh, you know, I think they they look at Mulan as a guaranteed billion. 
Mm-hmm. It's like we're basically saying no to a billion dollars. You know, certainly not all a billion is profit or whatever. We're looking sure. at a billion dollar total gross for that movie or net, maybe even. And so, yeah, that one's tough. You don't think they would put any Marvel movies on there, but yeah, yeah. you know, they they could certainly set the trend if they yeah. want to. They could set the new the new yeah. bar. Yeah. I mean, there, there, it has to be a big enough movie to where it could potentially make an impact. And you maybe could Hamilton, act- maybe they feel like Hamilton might have done that too. Well, but I mean, in theaters, if you if you really want to test the idea of like some people in some maybe in some states or some metro areas do want to go back to theaters, but we're none of the the studios are willing to to make that bet or that gamble and see what happens. You can't do it with New Mutants, right? Like it has to be a movie that potentially in theory in a normal year that did, that isn't a pandemic um, people would want to go see. So like whatever the projections were for Mulan, let's say it's, we think it's going to open to $85 million or something. I have no idea. I don't even remember what they were thinking in March because that was seven years ago. The, but like maybe you say, okay, we thought it was going to make this much. We know it's not going to make anywhere near that when we release it here because of how everything's going. But let's just toss it out there and see what happens. Does it end up being, I don't know, thirty million or is it two million? You know what I mean? Like I, I don't know. I don't know what what the answer to that is. But I know yeah, Disney, but, but the has the, the 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 schedule stack up problem too at some point. So yeah. like, and if it totally bombs and it doesn't work at all, then they can say, hey, by the way, it's on Disney Plus tomorrow. So cool. Mm-hmm. Like we're we're okay. Come sign up for Disney Plus. You know. Yeah. But it's just, I get that, but I, I would, you, you might really step on, like, if that's a tentpole movie, I just don't think, A, the PR of getting people, if any, if there's any kind of outbreak in a state sure. where a theater's open, that's devastating. And, right. like, it's hard to sell your shareholders that we've got even a 20% chance of this blowing up in our face. You know what I mean? It has mm-hmm. to be, like, mm-hmm. less than 1%. Sure. Sure. So, sure. I just feel like, I mean, I... It, it's not an easily solvable problem, but I, I mean, I see that argument. I'm not, I'm not pushing. I that. feel I'm like just giving you the devil's yeah, advocate. No, no, totally. I feel like new mutants is probably, it's not a bad idea. I'm thinking about like the inherent risk that they would take is probably minimal because they didn't pay for that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, they acquired it in the Fox acquisition. They, they, yeah, there's no. a lot of people online that are really sure. excited about it. Uh, still, Seven years later. And yeah, they could put that out in theaters, say in October and put it on Disney plus the same time and see what kind of, maybe that's, I I just don't see them doing it. Maybe this free guy movie. I don't know. I don't think that has a a big enough appeal. Mm. Trying to see what they have uh, coming out. West side story. Uh, Yeah. That one won't do it. I think, but yeah, I mean, just in the immediate future. I mean, sure, sure, sure. everything else is just Mulan or the Eternals or big temple. Mm-hmm. Right. Ray right. and the last dragon. Yeah. Um, they already moved that Ivan movie to Disney plus. That'll be later this year at some point. So what movie Ivan, the, the one that's in the zoo, I can't remember what the title of it is. It's Did uh, they buy a zoo. Ivan. <laughs> they should try it. Um, yeah. Is, yeah Ivan, it's, it's, is Ivan a hoe? <laughs> uh but yeah i do totally, no joke for you I, I guys think, there you're welcome i liked it i liked it i mean new mutants makes sense if you just want to be like hey we just want to see what happens when we put something out in theaters if you're trying to test like 
hey, it, it, it behooves us at some point, we would like to get theaters opened again because that's our entire business model, then I don't know that New Mutants tests that correctly. Um, I think because- Disney's argument is going to be, uh, you know, in their minds, uh, this isn't our business model anymore. We figured out that it's yeah, not because look how much money we made on Disney Plus on July 3rd compared to what we would have made. Yeah. And talking in their pocket because, you know, the you you buying Disney Plus is a direct transaction from you to them. They scan mm-hmm. the old credit card. You know, there's not sure. like, okay, the theater gets a cut and the distributors and the producer has a credit and, we, you know, gets chopped into 95,000 pieces or maybe even more than that at the end of the day. So, yeah, it, according to sources that Trolls World Tour is going to be the <laughs> biggest grossing movie of the year. Didn't even come out. Just like I expected uh, when I when yeah. the year started. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You said that, we all that, said that. that was said, a there's gotta be a pandemic. <laughs> perfect circumstances <laughs> of uh, everybody's at home. We've all been at home for six weeks. My kids are going crazy. Oh, trolls too. Mm-hmm. Perfect timing on on almost all fronts yep. for that to to occur. Mm-hmm. And you can't I mean you can't really replicate that, but Mm-hmm. That's certainly the proof, or, or mm-hmm. will be yeah. going forward. Trolls but, two and Tiger King, the real and Greyhound for six weeks of uh, of pandemic times. Greyhound too, and Greyhound. This was a movie <laughs> that was supposed to come out. I think what Memorial Day in theaters, something end of yeah, May, something like that. And then they moved it to like mid June, I think, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. And then, and then they just did this instead. Now it's now we've got streaming video on demand. I'm going to keep mm. using that phrasing because it's futuristic and all the mm. cool kids are saying it. <laughs> Apple Apple paid a lot of money for this one right out the gate. I mean, what, 20 million, 25, something like that mm-hmm. for the rights mm-hmm. to, uh, to put this on Apple TV. And I mean, they've got tons of cash, but I'm surprised they didn't, if, if they already had this, I'm surprised they didn't put it out on Father's Day because this is, mm. this is, Dad, dad, movie central, Father's Day or Fourth of July. Like, why not? Yeah, do either one of those weekends. I don't, I don't see that logic. But putting yeah, it out July tenth, I don't see what difference it makes. Just I think maybe they yeah. got all scared of Hambone. Oh, good point. Yeah, Fourth of July, maybe, for sure. maybe Hamilton, sense. maybe, yeah. but Father's Day, like, yeah, or Memorial Day. I mean, they should have. Yeah, how hard is it to put this on their their app? You know, um, sure. But yeah, interesting. Interesting strategy by them, trying to legitimize, legitimize their service with a Tom Hanks movie, Tom Hanks war movie. Mm-hmm. I guess they realized that the five bad shows they had wasn't a good movie. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, what, Tim Cook was at about. the Emmys, guys. Didn't you see it? That, <laughs> it's the only reason they paid $7 billion is so Tim Cook would get an invite to the Emmys and be seen on TV at the Emmys. It's all yes. the, the only stamp of approval they needed from... <laughs> This was worth it. Yeah. 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 Well, but hey, it worked. I downloaded the Apple TV Plus app. So on my ah. on my TV. So it was uh it worked, at least in this household, at least. Did you get um it free with your your iPhone plan? Uh my wife got a new iPhone at the end of last year, maybe, like right after this this thing launched. So so yes, we had a we have a free year. Um and I just, I, I think I have the app on my iPad, but I did not have it on the, on the TV. So I pulled it up on the old TV and 
and watch a little bit of Greyhound. Watch some some boat talk with Tom Hanks, which was, I mean, a dream come true for everyone, I think. Yeah, like boats. Mm-hmm. Better than him on that scooter, you know, and Larry Crown. <laughs> I'd say that much. Uh-huh. Did you enjoy him on, did you enjoy Hanks on Conan making fun of Larry Crown? Yeah, yeah I, did. I did. That was great. Super AT. That was a good pod. Um, Conan's had a good, had a good run the last few months. Yeah, yeah no, I mean, this is a, uh, yeah, this is such dad cinema. As I get older, mm-hmm. I, I sort of, I'm not a father uh, yet or. That you know of. That I, well, no, I've, I'm like, um. Was it Kronos or Uranus that like ate all his the the Titan that ate all his young until uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah I've done that okay um that's legal so yeah it's fine um but uh, well because the prophecy said one of them will take over my spot on this podcast one day and mm. I can't have that <laughs> so I uh, <laughs> so Adrian's it's prophecy. it's not even, it's not yeah. It wasn't even death. It's just I lose my third host on the Mad About Movie podcast. <laughs> sweet, sweet Patreon money goes away. worth it. Yeah, it does. It does <laughs> worth. Uh, so this is this is really, I think, one of the tougher movies we've ever had to review in terms of like it's it's good. It's very good to very good, but it's hard to like mm. critique it, and it's hard to like. I'm not going to remember it forever, mm. uh, but I, I dug it. I guess. And so these are the worst. <laughs> we always say these are the worst movies. Yeah. To, at least what I thought of it, but it was very, mm-hmm. it, very impressive, especially for the budget. I, I mm-hmm. found, um, yeah. and and kind of the the thing. The Hanks performance is good. Supporting cast is cool. Love Stephen Graham, but yeah, it's it. it most years, I feel like this will get lost. Would get definitely lost in the fray of the films of the year, and but this mm-hmm. may be like one of the five best movies of this year because everything's weird and nothing's good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> certainly, uh, agree with a lot of that, man. Yeah, this one, I, I agree. I agree with you to a point, uh, Richard. But I, you know, I, I think I kind of liked the simplicity of it. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I think. You know, Tom Hanks is kind of one note in this. You know, he did write the movie, so I appreciate that. I, I really like when he does these military-inspired projects. Uh, I was just going back a couple of weeks ago and revisiting Band of Brothers and um, mm-hmm. and The Pacific and the, those kinds of movies. Saving Private Ryan obviously was around that time as well. Did, and did you listen to the Conan podcast with him on it, Kent? I have not yet, No. He says, really "Conan, ask him. Do you think when you you die, when you die or become kind of doddering in your final years, and maybe your memory's not, will you think you served in World War II?" Tom Hanks is like, "Oh, absolutely, <laughs> <Yeah>. absolutely." <laughs> the amount of time he uh, he spent in character as someone yeah. <laughs> in World War II is years, I'm sure. But <laughs> but yeah, absolutely. You know, I think this fit fits kind of right in there. Uh, you know, uh, the one complaint I would have with the movie. Is it's just lingo for for mm. for ninety minutes. And granted, this is only ninety minutes. I think that is great yeah, about that it. That was my this favorite. One, yeah. This one would have us would certainly have the wherewithal you would think in the theater to be like, all right, we're coming at you two hours and forty because this is an epic military installation. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. yeah, to come out of out of here at ninety minutes and it's really sharp, 
really action packed and the stakes are high. It's emotional, good effects. I kind of dug it, man. I kind of mm-hmm. Hanks being Hanks, really heroic, kind of using his experience from past war movies. Like you said, like you feel like you feel like this guy's been there, you know, but he hasn't because this is his first, first real go at this. It's my first, mm-hmm. it's my first time. I'm yeah. just, he's a savant of <laughs> dropping bombs from planes via a, a bomb ship. That, that, gosh, the logistics of all that. I know. I found crazy. fascinating. I found yeah. that, that whole, I didn't know how they had to calculate all that stuff manually with rulers and rough graphs and things like that. That's amazing. Yeah. To do that all on the fly and with under the circumstances is, is mm-hmm. beyond me. It's amazing. So I found that yeah, that element really mm-hmm. educational. Mm-hmm. I liked it. For sure. Yeah, it's it's similar to like watching Apollo 13 for the first time and being like, "Wait. They did they did all this with like a slide ruler and what the face? <laughs> and, and some duct tape I mean, and just the insanity yeah. that yeah, that's how did how did they get literally 2 feet off the ground, let alone all the way to the moon, which is why it didn't happen in my opinion. Uh no, it it's it's a it's crazy some of the stuff that 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 our uh our forefathers did <laughs> with war and and space and all this sort of stuff to figure all that stuff out. I can barely add 10 plus 12, you know, and then these people were figuring out how to uh how to do that stuff on the fly. I enjoyed look, I I enjoyed this movie, but Richard, you're you're spot on. Like as I was watching it, I was like the worst kind of movies to try to review because it's 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 solid it's good i i had a good time watching it i won't be upset if ever and whenever i watch this again hanks is great and he's america's dad and i always love seeing him on screen and and all this and uh and i i love i love a movie that involves uh a u-boat big time submarine mm. always yeah, yeah. I'm here. i can oh, do yeah. we talked about this we were talking uh Hunt for Red October or or Crimson Tide or U571. Sure. One of these every two, two and a half years. And it may just be that I'm aging into becoming a, I might need to get a Barker lounger or something. But like, yeah, I'm in. <laughs> Pretty much in. It's hard to mess these up. Yeah. Any yeah. warship big, kind big of stuff fan. I'm in on. For sure. For sure. Well, we're basically dads now, guys. You see yeah, what's exactly. happening here, right? Exactly. We're, yeah, I know. You guys are dads. That's why, we, why we're dads. fans of these movies. Because yeah. we've turned into... Mm-hmm. The very target audience for these movies. Totally. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you turn. You, you turn guys want to go listen to house. the Eagles? Or? Yeah. <laughs> Somebody should just show up at your door. So a random dad just shows up at your door and hands you a box of essentials. He and gives you some new balances a, and yeah, it's a copy of of Das Boot and uh, <laughs> yeah, and you and you're you're, you're totally right, Richard. The next step up is the Eagles. So uh, you know, welcome to the Hotel California, my friend. Um, <laughs> it's the, a lovely place. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's like it's hard to talk about this, and that's maybe that's why we're stalling so much because it's like this is a quality movie. It's well made. Uh, you mentioned the budget; it's only fifty million. It looks really good for fifty million. It's it's done. It's done very well. It's also just you know it's just kind of there, and and there's a lot of boat talk, a lot of lingo, a lot of lot of boat talk, a lot of. Uh, it didn't really bother me. And I was talking to Shane about it off off air, and I think he was really bothered by by the boat talk. And I was like, well, I mean, I appreciate that it it wasn't handholding and it wasn't two hours long and it just, you know, is very simple and, and going for, but I, I can totally understand getting lost in, in starboard and, and port and whatnot. Cause it's a lot of that. It's a whole lot of, of, uh, yeah, they of, didn't of technical boat talk. Didn't really, uh, you don't really walk you through it that much. They just kind of throw no, you in for the, sure. for sure. Throw you in the deep end, so to speak, you know, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's like one Oh nine, right. 
four degrees <laughs> left and you're like, what is happening? It's, it is hard to get your bearings in a way. Yeah. And a random love story too, kind of thrown in, kind of yeah. shoehorned in, so to speak. Not, not really. <laughs> hey, I mean, there we go. I just want you know, to say right, that. Right at the, not, not really, you know, right at the beginning, they set that up with, with Hanks and kind of re- revisit it later. But, you know, the whole meat of the film is, it's kind of in one chronological act oh, yeah. of for those five days, just mm-hmm. just heroism and being attacked at all sides and in all different kinds of weather and yeah. different turbulences and distractions and gosh, what blew my mind is how critical having a windshield wiper on a on a mm-hmm. window could could be <laughs> in the war. It's like, dude, I can't see out there i can't make a call unless i can see the windshield wiper is broken come on let's get this thing fixed you know it's just so many factors out there that mm-hmm. can affect making the right decision at the time and for sure gosh all of it done like i said pencil and pad go out there and crazy. do it kids crazy all right guys before we talk a little bit more about greyhound I want to tell our listener again about every plate i couldn't have gotten through greyhound without every plate It's helped me get through the past couple of weeks. If you don't know EveryPlate, it's America's best value meal kit. That's right. EveryPlate is sending meals straight to your door. Think of it this way. One meal is the same price as about a cup of coffee. It's averaging about $2.99 right now. And don't worry. They offer contactless delivery straight to your doorstep. I know a lot of people are concerned about that these days. You want safety. You want variety. You don't want to sacrifice quality, though. That's where EveryPlate is the best. Listen to some of these recipes that they're currently offering this week. Tell me you don't want the lemon thyme chicken linguine, maybe some chipotle panko chicken, some smothered pork chops. Maybe you're vegan and you want some fully loaded black bean quesadillas. Don't worry. Next week's menu is just as good. So get three weeks of every plate meals for only $2.99 a meal by entering our code MADABOUTMOVIES3. It's everyplate.com, promo code MADABOUTMOVIES3. Three weeks of meals for $2.99 per meal. That's everyplate.com. Inner promo code, mad about movies three. Mm. Mm. Good stuff. Good stuff. So this is a passion project for Tom Hanks, dating yeah. all the way back to 2014. I think was when he finished the script or turned it in. Yeah, he was working and, on it though for six or seven years before that. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of coming, coming and going for a, a long time. And uh, yeah, I mean, I get it. I but part of the script, part of the script is great, and then part of the script is. Let me show you all the stuff I know about nautical terminology. <laughs> I've really exactly. done the homework. And uh, I get it. If I had done all that research, I'd, I'd do the same. But uh, mm-hmm. And it right. works. I, for me, it worked. But uh, I get that. I do get that critique. Yeah. No, I think that's fair. I think that's really fair. Um, it's really, I, I do feel like I miss a little bit. Maybe, I don't know how you guys feel about this because y'all are a little, have gotten to be a little softer on the theater the theater than I am, but like, I think I would have appreciated the tension of this movie more on a big screen when I wasn't, you know, working on four other things or whatever there was. Cause it goes really for the pacing is very, it's very fast paced mm-hmm. for, especially considering all the, the nautical terms and whatnot. It's, sure. it just kind of drops you in within about three minutes and then it just goes. And I, I think I probably would have picked up more on the tension of that if I was, if in I was theater. walking to a theater, mm-hmm. uh, personally. That makes sense. I get that. I, get I that. thought they... Go ahead, Richard. 
No, no. No, I, I think especially these kind of movies, sound is such an integral part. I don't have sure. the – Ken's yeah. got a great sound system, and I don't. And so maybe he was able to replicate that a little more than I was. But, uh, but yeah, that's that was the one thing missing for me. Sure. Yeah, yeah. You know, I thought it sounded really good, and I was actually just going to say that I thought the effects and the whole the whole bit I thought worked really well, and rendered really nicely. Yeah, you know, there's mm-hmm. nothing the idea in this that, this that feels CG. Three million is crazy. Yeah, like, you know, know most of this is probably soundstage with they're on a boat, but there's green or whatever. There's, there's fake elements. There's real elements, but that that. The line between them, you can't really, can't really see. They did mm-hmm. this really authentically, you know, right down to the dialogue. Like you said, it, there's a lot of naval terms, but that's what what there would have been, I guess, if you were on the boat during that time, right? So mm-hmm. maybe sure. he just went for the. All right, this is. I want this to feel like doc, a documentary, basically. Like you're a fly on the wall during during these days, and it's not not really hammed up for the cameras and. That's kind of what I liked about it. That's not what I expected at all. I thought this was going to be really dramatic Tom Hanks drama slash war movie, not just war movie. And so I, that's what I really liked about it and was caught off guard by how succinct and to the point it was in a good way. And some of those action scenes, man, were were incredible. I, mm-hmm. I can't, can't imagine you know, some veteran seeing this and, and commenting on it. I, I need to go and look and see what they've said about it about how accurate it is and all that but yeah this is one of the better ones i've seen that actually kind of goes there with with showing you everything and uh you know they've been up to the burials at sea and some of the actual the real drama of the war you know Mm -hmm. you really do get that war as hell vibe with this uh, movie that's what i always look for time you know the lack of sleep you know the the Mm -hmm. the sort of incessant you know, restlessness and how that is mm-hmm. torture in its own way. Not to mention the the violence and the and the death and all that stuff is. I thought ex- that was to me the most interesting thing explored here. That hasn't always been explored. You know, um, mm-hmm. that well is just that that not only the horrific violence and the tension, but just that kind of incessantness of it is like this is going to be five days of hell, and I got to mm-hmm. get through this. Maybe you know, and that's uh, sure. that's. I've had, you know, Zoom calls that were 90 minutes that I <laughs> don't I barely made it through, so I can right. I can't imagine. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they did a good job with with uh the with having the food brought to him and then him sending the the uh the kid to go get his progressively go get his more comfortable clothes from his cabin and stuff cuz he's just like I'm going to be here for the long haul and whatnot. I thought that was a cool you're, Cause you're right, Richard, that doesn't usually get done in a war movie, especially, um, one that's this short. Uh, it, I, I thought that was an interesting, that was honestly, there's one of the better parts of the movie to me was the, the sort of time me- mechanism of that, of like, all right, go get my gloves. Cause this is going to be, a, this is going to be a while. Go get my slippers. Cause my feet hurt, you know, the, then figuring out how to do that without drawing too much attention to it or really even having true like a real down minute or anything it's like just kind of a break in the action that's 20 seconds long and then we're right back to it and stuff i thought that was really well done all right time to roll out a new segment on the show i'm excited it's called mm. choose your role okay and say we're on the all on the old uss greyhound or mm-hmm. greyhound and you gotta you gotta do one job 
why you're the, the country's safety and freedom depend on it. Mm-hmm. You got to do it. Let's say you report for duty in two days. You got to be down there. Mm-hmm. So at your current state, you got to do one role on this, on the USS Greyhound. <laughs> what is it going to be? Brian effectively. Uh... I think I want to just be the the guy that's going back to his cabin, getting his slippers and stuff. Like I'm not, I'm not ready to be in war. Um, I'm not prepared for that. You have so. to be because your country's safety, <laughs> right, freedom right. depends on it. That's sure. what I've told not, you. you know. sure. It's not built for right. war. Oh. Right. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not built for. <laughs> he could have medical clearance. Kind of, we're on, look, we all know how I feel about the water. I mean, I'm already in a very uncomfortable situation. Um, just terrified of the shark. That's definitely eating me as soon as, uh, this whole thing blows up. Uh, but I'm very detail oriented, um, and I, I think I'd be very good at, at just uh, running back and making sure I get the correct slippers. There the is a chaplain, gloves, oftentimes. Yeah, yeah right? I can do that. Okay, sure. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Yeah, that's what I, I would be. Chaplain. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I think I'd be in in navigation because I love maps. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm very. You'd map. be a radar navigator. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like the I like the yeah. navigation aspect of it. Sure. And I obviously I, the blue part is the land. Yeah, right? gotcha. And then uh, maybe communications, but I I kind of have weird ears. I think I get distracted like hearing those beeps constantly and all that. Sure. This is all very like basic. So I don't email and be like, well, actually, that's not a role. You know, like <laughs> this is all stupid, non-military, just what we right. see in movies. Right. Um, commanding officers would be tough. To like have to navigate politics while fighting has sure. seems awful. Sure. Yeah. Um I'm pretty clean, so like maybe like a like <laughs> some sort of maintenance, you know, like I'm janitor. I'm janitor, yeah. I think I'd nice. be good at that. I think I'd be good at that. Sure. That you uh, hey man, they need that. Exactly. I'm just being honest. Yeah. yeah. And uh anything administrative, I take great notes. Sure. I'm very quick writer and uh, all that. So I think I could do some like, you know, I could be like a a, a secretary of a, of, a, mm-hmm. of an admiral mm-hmm. or captain yeah. or something. So that would be my. I want to be in, yeah. What about the you? The other thing I want to be in charge of the periscope. I want to put the periscope. Oh, up big periscope, man. Yeah. Well, they weren't on a submarine. I don't big, know if they right, had right, a periscope right. in the on the ground. I'd, I'd ask to be transferred to a submarine. Yeah, you have to be on your own private sub with a periscope. That's your your requirement. Trailing nearly behind. When you drag Brian Gill, I get my own sub. It says right here. You know how they go. I'm the James Cameron of the Navy. They're like, yeah, the recruiters really just said yes to everything. <laughs> yeah, it's cost us hundreds of million dollars for this enlisted man. But right, he says right. the only way he'd join at the yeah, North yeah, Richland Hills. I got to use Navy. a real like Buster Bluth yeah accent with yeah. it as well. Just I'm like, in their Na- awards. Yeah, I'm in Navy, mother. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, this is tough. Choose your what role. About, yeah, huh? what about you? Ken? Yeah, Let's see. Yeah. This one's tough. I'm gonna go with like gunner. Oh, you're going like one of those like chair guns. Mm -hmm. Sure, I I would like to do that. Um, I can't. Yeah, don't depend on me for anything math related in a time of war. (laughs) Yeah, you need to calculate our route. Like, not gonna happen. It's like, might as well. Let's all die right now. What about? I'm not gonna be any help you. Um, Yeah. What What about like one of the one of the middlemen that's kind of yelling the 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 readings on the sonar. Oh, you just wanted the like, relay guys? guys like, yeah. it's yeah. three degrees rest, and then yeah. somebody else has to scream it out. I got a Ooh, good... Yeah, you could do that. Like, yeah. PE coach voice. I could do that. Yeah. I could, I You're could just relaying what they're saying downstairs rest. to upstairs. Yeah, yeah totally. That totally. Sound like hatchet I, I'd, I'd be very war. good at that. Hey, guys! Right, yeah. I do lose my voice a lot, though, so that'd be a problem, but otherwise, I think... 
Yeah, but probably because of all the screaming. But you can uh, get yeah. uh, maybe discharged for that, which is what you want. Oh, good point. Good point. We've I've come full circle. <laughs> this is this is the perfect job for me. Yeah, he made one mission. He was very good at it, but uh, <laughs> everyone discharge. is. I don't know why yeah, they're recording you leaving on the radio. It's the 1920s. Yeah. <laughs> it's just making ill. Oh, Brian, his knees. We did really great. His honorable discharge from the Navy. Next up, baseball scores. The old babe was three for three earlier. <laughs> Yankee Stadium. <laughs> and boy, did the Bambino hit. Uh, all right. Yeah, something else that really blew my mind about this, about the reality of it, is man, those the, doing the Morse code via light. Yeah. Like yeah, a lamp. That's cool. Across from it to another ship to like relay <laughs> messages. I did not didn't cool. understand that. That that was that was pretty awesome. Yeah, doing like, that yeah, in time, really like cool. Jim and Pam, while while being troops. fired at. Yeah, it's <laughs> with a yeah. giant lantern flashlight, you know, relaying back and forth was 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 pretty awesome. So, something else it brought to my attention this movie that I didn't didn't already yeah. know. It was really cool. Didn't realize. Yeah, they did some thanks, cool Graham. I mean, he really did. They did some cool stuff with it, especially given the budget. Like that's that's that is a great success. What they were able to pull off, great success. It. I'm bringing that back. <laughs> and hey, let's just say it. Props to... Props department. Props to the props. Always got to get props to props. And also props to the Boston Pops. Mm. <laughs> I've always said it. <laughs> just let I that love one. short form orchestral music. You do. You like to keep it popping. Right. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I, you know, got to give credit really to. Really knocked his wheels. Off, no, got to give credit to <laughs> Apple slash Tom. I guess you know Tom has has been very outspokenly against like this happening and <laughs> coming out via Apple, but at least it came out. And it's not they're not yeah. new mutants seeing this thing. Be like, dude, just wait. So I'll see Greyhound. Yeah. Just wait. It's gonna be worth it. Trust us. Yeah, coming so in coming twenty twenty two. Next time we can get an opening. Sorry. You guys just put this thing out of, and let us see it, man. Yeah, great. Any kind of intel as to what, like we, what we think this went for? So the budge was around fifty million, which is again incredible. Mm-hmm. And obviously, I think that's the minimum. Like, you know, do they try to float stuff like, "Hey, you can break even on this, otherwise you lose money," mm-hmm. or do you think they padded them like a thirty million dollar profit? Because you know, Hanks and those people have points. But also, it's Apple, so they just pay 150 million for this thing, and everyone gets to act Ooh. like this is a big hit. Like I don't know. Wait, I'm Apple seeing Forbes says, says it pays. They paid 70 million for it. Yeah, I mean that's okay. That's that would have been around what I would guess. I was just trying to go through the different options. They sure. paid 70 million, so basically you go, okay, everyone gets their money back that invested mm-hmm. in this. You're not going to lose money. We're going to lower your upside a little bit, but let's be real, it's a dad movie. So you probably, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? So let's just say this was a slight hit at 70 right. million and sure. you don't have to do sure. all the promotion because it's going straight. So you don't have to, you know, that 50 million budget is probably actually closer to 50 million because you don't have the marketing budget because it's just a couple commercials. Right. And, so yeah, I could mm-hmm. see that being good for all parties. Well, Tom Hanks. Yeah, I don't see a world in which this makes $100 million. Right. So, I mean, so, yeah. not, it's probably why it took forever to get it made. Total. You yeah, know, totally. for sure. Nobody for wanted, sure. nobody saw this as profitable given mm-hmm. the budget, what, you know, kind of effects you had to have. 
But yeah, I mean, if you look at it from American Treasure Tom Hanks's perspective, I know he did work for scale on this. He did work. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, he worked for a decade of his life on this thing, Mm -hmm. and then it's coming out on, let's let's admit it, a service nobody watches (laughs) or has or has to go out of their way to find. Mm -hmm. Probably, he probably does feel pretty defeated about that. Like, yeah, it depends on how much of that difference he got. <laughs> right, if it's like maybe, maybe he did have a back end. Yeah, well, he definitely did because he, he yeah. said he worked for Scale. So I know Playtone was the last of fifty logos at the beginning of this movie. Yeah. Yeah. So he worked for like whatever it is, five hundred bucks a week on this movie. He said, but he got mm-hmm. free haircut, so that was cool. But like, <laughs> yeah, so he definitely he might have cleared a lot of that whatever that thirty million dollar twenty million dollar variance margin is, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. maybe he was just he's got plenty of money and he was like. I'm just I got to make it and it's out there and part of my legacy sure. now and that was worth I didn't lose money on it because yeah. you know he probably put up some of the financing himself too I don't know sure yeah it'd be interesting to see the the full financials on that yeah I guess if he produced it he gets to take from the fifty like before the margin right if he's if like, like let's say he put or his company put ten million of the fifty in then mm-hmm. they get that ten million of the fifty out and then the other 20 maybe take a couple million i don't know sorry i'm just trying sure. to think like how they can no I, I, it's i think that's probably accurate i mean he i i would imagine that he got his money back when a when apple made the deal and mm-hmm. then but i don't know what kind of profit margin he it's basically just made. gets or rid of the his, basement his you're not gonna yeah. we're taking away the possibility of you losing money on this passion yeah, project for sure. which is cool for sure because he might have done a win it for apple. Money, yeah. i mean yeah yeah totally i mean this is this is a I don't know if you, it's a true win-win because it's it's such a weird circumstance sure. that we're all in. But under the circumstances, I think it's a win. It's a win-win for for both parties because it's, I downloaded the Dagum app to watch this, and other people will do the same because it's a Tom Hanks movie. I mean, other dads will, you know, especially it's. <laughs> well, they they it's, can't figure it out. Can you get Apple TV on your? Roku? <laughs> they'll have their son, their their children come over and uh, give them access to their Apple Plus, and no, I mean it's 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 a that's a win. Now for, it's time for to Apple. crush some Dickinson. <laughs> Hold on a second. Wait, what are you talking about? I think that's a different app. This might... Go ahead and fire that up afterwards. Go ahead and put that auto. That auto. What's, up? What's up? You just watched Greyhound. What's next? Fraggle Rock. Rock on. Yeah. I, never mind. I'm not going to go there. Uh, yeah, this this might be the biggest... Not the biggest, the the biggest screen movie that comes out on streaming video, though. Like the one that's like, man, that would have been really cool on a big screen, like a really big yeah. IMAX size screen. Yeah. So that no, that true. might be like that's the true. one Definitely. test of this is like if this is successful at all in, in putting putting uh, Apple TV Plus on the map, then I then you know maybe. Maybe those some of those bigger budget movies that we were talking about at the outset of the of the show mm-hmm. happen mm-hmm. more because become, becomes more acceptable. You know, this is just a stepping stone yeah. in that having Tom Hanks's name behind it certainly helps helps the cause. Yeah, oh, big. Deal. It's a win big for deal. people yeah. like us in the long run to have this happen this way. Sure. You know, yeah. I would have liked to see this on the big screen. Maybe they'll re release it at the end of the year or something once yeah. theaters open. I'd like to see. I'd like to see it. I'd like to see it at a on a big theater. If my if any of my friends have a big theater room, shout me out. I want to come come watch this one in a on a on a good setup on the Atmos, Shane, the Dolby Atmos. <laughs> I know he's listening. 
Well, let's grade this one out, guys. Yeah. This one was fun. I'm going to give this one. I'm going to go A- minus for okay. Greyhound. What about you, Brian? I think I was a B coming in, but I've kind of talked myself up just a little bit. It's, it is forgettable. It's a lot of boat talk. It's, I can't say that it's one of the like top tier war movies that, that we're going to get, especially from, from Hanks, but, but it was solid. I enjoyed it. Hanks was very good. If, if he ends up getting an Oscar nomination, whatever that looks like at the end of whenever we ever, I don't even know when the Oscars are anymore, but. I mean, you know, that won't be it. We will not feel like that was undeserved. I, I, I think so. Um, but it was, but it was a little forgettable and 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 fine in many ways. But I'll go, I'll go B plus. It was uh, maybe a little bit better than I that I anticipated it being, given every you know kind of the buzz around it coming in. But but B plus, I think, is a fair grade. But you, Richard? Yeah, it's right where I am. I'm right at a B B B plus. So I'll, I'll share with you. We'll we'll walk into this. You know, ocean together and say, uh, see what I did there again. Um, yeah, I'll go B plus as well. I've got some good rewatchability due to that 90 minutes. Appreciate that. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I will definitely revisit this one a couple times, probably. Hmm. I liked it. Yeah. I liked it. All right. Thank you, Tom. Thanks, uh, Tim, as well, for bringing this to the table. If you want more from us, we've got our VIP club. We've got a lot of episodes dropping over there. Be really fun. I'm talking Goonies, 35th anniversary Boom. on that feed. Good times, good Goonie talk with Goonie Girl from our Discord. If you want to get on our Discord, it's madaboutmoviespodcast.com slash VIP as well. Get you access to that. There's movie talk happening 24-7 pretty much over there. All different kinds of categories. We got the Mad About Music channel over there, Mad About TV, Matt, um, our patented weekly recommends news rumors rumblings all that kind of stuff over on our discord so check that out if that interests you we'll see you over there but if i want to find you online richard where can i do that you can find me on all the the various socials at richard barden b-a-r-d-o-n brian where may i find you uh, you can find me on the Twitter at bgo 12 uh, and you can find my occasional writing at madaboutmoviespodcast.com and bryandgill.com. Kit, what about you, man? Yeah, find me on all the socials and the Letterboxd as well at mm. Kit Garrison. Follow us over there. Or keep on kind of a – I know Brian's doing the same. Keep in kind of a a running list of our experiences throughout the year in 2020 i'm keeping an updated ranking as we as we go along and trudge through this thing so if if that interests you follow us on letterbox send us your letterbox on our on our discord as well we'll follow all of you over there so yeah i can't garrison all on all the socials and madaboutmoviespodcast.com for all of our episodes main feed as well and we've got some merch up there i know some of you have asked about coffee mugs t-shirts things like that just click on store on our on our website and that'll take you where you need to be thanks to the sponsor thank you to you for your, for listening please rate and review and hopefully we'll see you soon at the cinema hey baby i hear the blues are calling tossed salads and scrambled eggs and maybe i seem a bit confused yeah maybe but i got you pegged <laughs> but i don't know what to do with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs Calling again. Scrambled eggs all over my face. 